Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. Let's go! Let's get the show going, man. Hurry up, hurry up! With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Wait, wait, Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 346, and I am here, as always, with the Feverish Fenero. Welcome What's back up? to your show. <laughs> how are you? How are you? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? <laughs> Can't complain. Uh, we got the final countdown, man. The season is, is the quickly coming upon countdown. us. It is. We're in the second week of preseason, dude. Yeah, preseason. Second week. That's crazy. Yeah, training camps underway. Yeah, man. There's uh stuff's coming in fast and furious now, and before you know it, news. Yeah, camp news. Are you buying it? Are you selling it? Yes, yes, yes. That's some. That's like a riddle we have to like try to solve every year. Like, okay, what camp news is worth listening to, and what camp news is not? Yeah, yeah. So where you want to start with this? Oh boy, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much. The one thing I will say. Because it's going to be it's going to be talked about, I would say this week, if not already, everyone's talking about it. Is uh, the Tank Dell performance? Um, I think, and then also also um, sub- subsequently CJ Stroud's performance in the preseason game. So Stroud had a really bad sack, um, a pretty bad interception, and did look like the game was happening a little fast for him. But this this is not this doesn't worry me. I'm not worried, and I think that's why I wanted to bring it up. I think there's going to be like more worry than need be. I think it's going to be more celebration about. Nathaniel, I refuse to call him Tank Dell. I'm not going to do more. It's Nathaniel Dell. Somebody who's 5'8", 165 pounds cannot be called Tank. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to do it. It's but, like uh, a big guy being called Tiny. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. I'll, I'll let Tank Bigby as a running back. That's just a cool nickname for a running back. He's not He's not a huge guy. It would be better if he was like A.J. Dillon out there being called Tank, but... Nonetheless, I digress. Nathaniel Dell had a good game, an awesome touchdown, dude. The touchdown was all about concentration. That was that was very, very, very nice. His two defenders both had a, a hand on the ball somewhere in the middle of this catch while he was lying on his back. Very fun to watch. And I think he's going to be a productive player. I do. I, I just think I'm just telling people to pump the brakes a little bit. I think Nathaniel. Nathaniel Dell might uh, might skyrocket with uh, some preseason stats that look awful nice. Yeah, it's it's interesting through all that. Um, you you remind me to the that COVID year when we didn't have preseason. Oh wow! And I was like, it might actually be a good thing. Yeah, because you don't have all those those uh, blown up moments. Right. That- <laughs> preseason is we we can go back and 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 think of like I remember Amir Abdullah had a, an amazing yeah. preseason years ago. We still talk about these moments mm-hmm. because they have these tendencies to like really massively move the needle like yeah. just crazy ways and um and yeah, so it's going to happen it happens every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and one thing too I'm starting to notice and i mean everybody is but it's that time of year where you start to see depth charts yes changing a little bit and where people are on those um have you seen the or no we have a new or in these depth charts um i believe it's um yes there's two ors uh i don't remember both of them but one of them is uh baker mayfield Mm. And Kyle Trask. So normally a depth chart when it comes out, there's no or, right? It's just the, who, whoever mm. they project as a starter, whoever projects mm-hmm. as a backup. There's two teams that added an or to yeah. the quarterback. And that was... That, Baker, Trask. Yeah. I mean, at what point would the depth charts be completely invaluable if you're going to add the word or? Yeah. <laughs> that baffled me. I, I'm glad you brought up the depth charts because when I saw that, I was just kind of like, come on, man. Like... <laughs> They're an imperfect science to begin with. Do we need to add the word or it's like kind of like adding the word if it's not saying much for either of those guys. No, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? You always find the message within the confusion. Yeah. <laughs> that, that to me, that's confusing. And you actually find the actual meaning. Like, well, I mean, we know neither of them is a star. Right. 
um, or and franchise have- quarterback. If there were, there definitely wouldn't be the or. <laughs> yes. And they're sitting there still kind of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like three weeks out, they're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> do we have another like, choice? <laughs> I was hoping somebody would pull away. I thought it would be Baker. <laughs> I, I do still think it's going to be Baker, and I, I think that I think Baker might help us with some fantasy points. I think I think Tampa Bay is a little like uh, I don't know underrated. Those assets, the the Godwins, the Evans. I mean, you can get mm. them so mm. cheap, so cheap, and I get it. Tom Brady's not there anymore, but you know, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like Mike Evans is a thousand yards every year, man. How much can you devalue him? Yeah. So we'll get back to these young guys super quick. If you were going after one of those elders in Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, which one would you be more interested in? Yeah, it's, it's going to like, and let, yeah. we're winning now. I don't really yep. care about your dynasty so much for this question. Yep. Um, they're both, I think between 28 and, 29 ish, right? Yeah. Um, but so for more for now, who would you be more interested in trying to acquire? Yeah. So for now, I'm going to use my Scott Fishbowl uh, draft to, to kind of like I had a choice at either one and I went Evans. So, yeah, that's yeah. where I would be as well. Yeah, I, and it just felt like, um, especially because I'm a, uh, I'm probably because of you, a weight on wide receiver in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for those kind of values late, and Mike Evans makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside when you're when you're getting him as late as you can get him. You're like, Phew, okay, hold, I, that, that's not so bad. I, I mean, yeah. I, I know I have a wide receiver too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know I have that, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll bank that and and move on and take my, take my stabs. I think that. That particular draft that went for the upside of Drake London that excites me as well. So you yeah, know you get you get excite me as well. You get a little bit of that upside and you get a lot of that safe. I think Mike Evans is just makes me feel safe. Godwin's missed a lot of games too because of hell. Mm-hmm. So smaller body. Yep. All right. We're allowed to digress, Wags. It's rookie fever. Yeah, <laughs> it is rookie fever. So camp news. All right. So. I have running back camp news, quarterback camp news, tight end camp news, you name it. Where do you want me to start? There's so much camp news. So, I want to start with tight ends because I think that's an Mm. interesting one. And the the rookie fever might get the best of you there. (laughs) Um, Very true. So, we'll we'll go to Sam Laporta. Oh, yeah. Who's getting a lot of buzz right now. Yes, he is. And it's all positive. (laughs) Yes, it is. Sounds so promising. (laughs) No catches in this first preseason game. Well, the catches, <laughs> the no matter how promising it is, the it might not mean much for us in his rookie season. Correct. And I know you're talking about catches in the game. Yeah. But I think that's the catches. Like we we do this to ourselves time after time. We can have we can have a whole off season plus some of last season mm-hmm. going through those rookies. And I'm not talking about just our show, our listeners, our, our people that don't listen to everybody out there trying to pump some advice to. We can have a whole year. We'll, we're going to use a 15-month year for this example. But we can have like a whole year of reminding ourselves and grooming ourselves and knowing that tight ends don't hit in year one, not to get too excited. And then Sam Laporta comes along. And we're like, yes, you know, this is my tight. I need a tight end cheap. I need, yeah, you know, yeah. and chances are no matter where you get him in your draft, whether it's redraft or dynasty, he's probably not going to help you a ton this year. No, um, it would be. I hope he does. I'm I'm here. I'm Lions guy. Anybody that's just joining us. But um, <laughs> the truth is, like, we're probably not going to get a lot. No, I think sometimes when. And and this is this is a good tight end class. We've been saying that since since way before the NFL draft happened. But all that being said, we've also been saying don't expect must year one. Don't like we yeah. and, and, and and you know we're not the only ones telling you this. But being but then the you people, forget. Yeah, people and do you're forget. Like, but look at the ADP. Yes. You look yes. at how many people are yes. making this mistake. Why yes. should I not make this mistake? Yes. And then you you get Very to this well point said. where we are, and you could probably go get. A somewhat proven tight end like David Njoku, who I bring mm-hmm. up all the time. You could mm-hmm. probably go get him a couple rounds cheaper than Sam Laporta yep. in both formats, mm-hmm. redraft and dynasty, and he's probably going to help you more today and the, and and next year. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think um, 
Luke Musgrave's another name. Um, yeah. uh, I would say like an equal amount of camp buzz. Oh, we all know that Dalton Kincaid every single minute of every single day gets camp buzz. Those three are the ones. And, and the only one that even um, tempts me to do what you said, Swags, you're like, but look at his ADP. Maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm the mess up. Is Dalton Kincaid? Cause I've, 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 um, I've heard enough about him being used in the slot to start to believe it at this point. Um, the chemistry between him and Allen, like I, it, maybe it's because I'm reading it every single day. Um, maybe it's because it's a hedge bet against Gabe Davis. Um, I'm not positive. It could be a little bit of all that. It could be because I own him <laughs> in a couple of leagues and just want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure all of that happens to us and we succumb to all of that. But these, these tight ends, what I think we're seeing is, Teams are realizing, which I think is equally as rare, we have a starter on our team. And I think that's yeah. probably really hard to know in their first training camp, considering how long it does take a tight end to mature. If it takes a tight end two or three years or more to mature, how does a team know in the first training camp that, that tight end's any good? It's when they're good. So yeah. I think we know that these three tight ends are good. That's awesome. So you know, like, long term, but don't jump the gun like Swags is saying and say, ooh, I might be able to start this guy this year. Yeah. Ooh, well, I mean, even look at Cole Komet. Mm, oh, my God, yeah. And Great. the team decided he's good enough to where he deserves a contract. Um, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but he hasn't done a ton for us in fantasy. At all. You know, so <laughs> what you're waiting for is is longer out than you want it to be in most tight end situations. Right. You're looking and- for that 27, 29-year-old. Right. And then tight ends do things that don't help us in fantasy, like block. Yeah. Yep. You know, so we, we get confused by that sometimes too. Like are, are are the teams that are are just thrilled with Musgrave, are they thrilled with Musgrave because he's a good pass catcher but an amazing blocker already? And that's mm-hmm. why we can't stop hearing about him? Maybe. You know, yeah. we only hear the fantasy side of things because that's the news, that's the that's the stuff that we want to get. And um and I think sometimes they're just really good players. Like I think going back to Nathaniel Dell, I think he might be good for the Houston Texans. I like him. I like him for CJ Stroud. I like knowing that they're happy with their tiny wide receiver. Okay, great. That's awesome. They're happy with that. That's going to help. <laughs> that's going to help my CJ Stroud shares. I don't need to go all in on Nathaniel Dell, though. No. Um, you know, it's 165 pounds. That's that's the thing for me. It's yeah. short and tiny. So, careful. Be, be I mean, very yeah. careful. Be yeah. so careful that if you do have him, you just sell him to yeah. somebody that doesn't have him. Exactly. Yeah quarterbacks quarterbacks let's do some quarterbacks i don't think we talk about quarterbacks enough and yeah. they get a ton of buzz this time of year yep they sure um, do we've got anthony richardson starting uh this weekend so yep. maybe when you guys hear this episode you already know what anthony Richards, richardson did but that's fun i want to yep. see what anthony richardson does they in say season game they'll start him in the nfl when he's ready mm-hmm yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with that. Yeah. Stroud, you mentioned, had a kind of crummy game. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Bryce Young. Yeah. Will Levis fighting for the number two spot. Well, yeah. Well, I think. With, yeah, I like. I like that they they put it that way. But I, I think that's that's his two spot. <laughs> I I do I do like these these names coming up though because uh, I I made a point in drafts to kind of pick QBs late. Clayton Tune and Stenton Bennett. I like Bennett a lot. Yeah, dude. Getting a lot of buzz for for what they are, right? Mm -hmm. They're not starting, those two quarterbacks. Clayton Toon might start a game or two this year out of necessity. That would be kind of fun to watch. But Stenson Bennett in particular, I mean, it's kind of – I'm not going to do it. I'm going to. I was going to use another quarterback from last year. I'm not going to do it. Everybody else. You were going to say like Brock Purdy. Yes, I'm not going to do it. Not do that. Swags did it anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? That that little bit of that little bit of like. um, Well, everybody does it so much that everybody knew what you're thinking about a little bit. (laughs) You you might as well say it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, dude, seriously, I think he's going to get plenty of reps under center uh, this preseason. So we're going to get to see Stenson Bennett. And whether this is just, you know, coach talk or the guy looks good, you know, I, I would love to see the, the things that I look for in quarterbacks in the preseason is quick decisions. You know what I mean? Like it, they're, they're just learning a playbook with just a whole different language, right? So just imagine, okay, you got to learn German um, during training camp. And then, oh, by the way, you need to practice German um, in this, in, in this situation with this at stake. Oh, and it's going to be on national television. 
Um, I love seeing quarterbacks. I don't care who they are, whether they're a backup or there's somebody that you have late on your dynasty teams that you're just kind of tracking because you liked them in college. Clayton Toon's one of those guys. Um, I want to see that. And I think, I think the CJ Stroud stuff, again, I'm taking that with a grain of salt, but I wasn't happy with what I saw. You know, I watched that. I watched every snap that he had in that game because it was like, felt like the first preseason game to me. And, um, yeah, I wasn't happy, but I also feel like I'll, I'll see him come out and bounce back really nice in the next preseason game. So, yeah, Denson Bennett's got some time coming up. Clayton Toon absolutely is, uh, looks like he might not only have some preseason time coming up, but he might actually, there's rumblings that he might actually start over McCoy. Yeah. So, that this is interesting here, too, because it's almost like polar opposites in what they're dealing with their starting <laughs> quarterbacks is like the... Very. As of today, like Stafford is healthy, going to start the season. And then who knows what happens, you know? Like, right. I, I I don't think Matthew Stafford is one of those players that I would consider injury prone. And I don't think he ever was. But I think that we are at the point in his career, even though he's a little younger than some of the veterans. Like, I think he's 34 35-ish, somewhere in there, compared to like an Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan. You know those guys. Mm -hmm. But I think you're starting to see where his playing style through his career is affecting him and shortening some of his seasons. He's had the back issues for a while now. That's the part that bothers me. So, Bennett, I mean, is somebody I definitely want on a lot of my teams. I think I even tried to get him in Scott Fishbowl. I, I don't remember, to be honest with you, but I think I do have him on that just because I think that he could be one of those guys that we don't we haven't talked about Scott Fishbowl a, a lot on the show this year, but I think mm-hmm. Bennett could be one of those guys that is a waiver wire darling at some point, whether it's the first or second run, sure. who knows, but I think that he's somebody that people will be going to the waiver wire to get because of unfortunate situations with Matthew Stafford. Whereas Clayton Toon is a guy that could help you. Like you said, if he might start over Colt McCoy while Kyler Murray's out, if not even just to see what he's got for the future of the team and trade assets. Um, doesn't matter how good Colt McCoy plays for the team. He's not really a trade target and doesn't help the team's right. future. Um, right. Good points. So I like that you brought these guys up, um, dude. We we had a record sixty four different starting quarterbacks last year. Wow, that's crazy. So <laughs> it brings me to kind of here to this point. Like, I don't want to be a jerk. I have to kind of be a jerk to explain this next thought, though. Go like, for it. so if you're the guy like on your superflex team that has put yourself in a situation to where you're excited because you now have Clayton tuned to maybe start for your team. Like, first of all, I kind of hate you for disrespecting the, the most important position in the format. <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, if you're kind of stashing him as just in case, I, I don't care. I think like he's somebody right. that should definitely be rostered. Right. But if you're all of a sudden like, Oh yes, I found my solution. Like, yeah. Screw off! Like I got my QB um, too. Just just play one quarterback, and I'm not saying that's bad. Like, but <laughs> superflex just might not be for you if you like you're you're trying to defy gravity. Right. But so that's that's I think like what it comes down to. Well, I'm sorting this out in my head. I think I'd rather have Stetson Bennett because of that. I feel like he could maybe oh, be yeah. the guy that helps me if I get banged up a little bit. I'm gonna pick Stetson Bennett because of Cooper Cop. Yeah, that's a good. One. I mean, yeah. that, that would you have to say anything else? I mean, Cooper Cup, like he's one of those wide receivers. He's that, no Rondell Moore. No, and you, you, <laughs> I, I, I believe if I if I say this statement that that ninety nine percent of people would agree with me that Cooper Cup has the ability to make his quarterback better. I agree with that you know one hundred percent. But I also think that Matthew Stafford was a quarterback that also oh, took Cooper Cup to the next level. Hundred percent, I agree. But I do think he can make your quarterback better. Yeah, and that's what Finero is trying to say. Which isn't the part that I want to debate. Which isn't what Finero is trying to say is <laughs> that it would be bad for Cooper Cup. Yeah. This even is, if this even is, if Cooper Cup's still good, Cooper Cup would still be good. One, he wouldn't be yeah. like he would not be wide receiver. He'd be yeah, three, he'd four, be more yeah. like between yeah. Like, yeah, he'd be more like what he was with Goff. Yep, yep. These are good points. It's always like the chicken 
or the egg, right? <laughs> like, does the yeah. wide receiver make the quarterback quarterback? I just felt like just Cup in his route running and just how precise he is, yep. I think, would help a quarterback that just really needs their wide receivers to be where they need to be because mm-hmm. they're they're just so fresh. Yeah, um, I don't so, that. Yeah, that was my reason, but it's it's one of those things where like if you're going to tell me Clayton Tuner stayed in Bennett, I'm going Bennett all day for that. Yeah, that one, I'll just say Cooper Cup. That'll be my two word answer. <laughs> yeah, give me the quarterback throwing the Cooper Cup. Yeah, not the guy that's waiting for <laughs> nah. his star quarterback to come back. No, nah. and it, 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 dude, the season hasn't even started in there, and everyone believes Arizona is going to be the worst team in football and is tanking and will get the first pick next year. I mean, when you hear stuff like that, like, do you want the QB on that team? I mean, that's a lot of smoke. I'm not going to say all that's happening, but that's just a lot of smoke. I don't need Clayton Toon, to your point. Um I like Clayton Toon on the end of my rosters with good super flex, so I could just trade Clayton Toon for some third or something. Yeah, like that. that's no, all I, hear I, you that's there, all I yeah. want him for. I just want to yep. grab a third off of somebody. Yep, I don't mind that a bit. Or maybe Stenson even Bennett, a little bit though. more. Stenson yeah. Bennett though, he's different. That's a different stash. Yeah, he that's could be. He could be good enough if Stafford were to go down. They again, like not to say it, but it's in our heads. Like he could be that Brock Purdy type guy, and you could get that kind of return. Yeah. Even so, yeah. Absolutely. I don't mind that a bit. Yep. I tried so hard not to say Brock Purdy. Brock but, Purdy. But if you try hard enough to not do that, then you basically do it. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody's as smart as us, so they already knew what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you said a couple things that um, made me think of the the trade I did last night that I, I was talking to you about super quick. And... Mm-hmm. Um, after I make this trade, so the trade, I, I got to tell everybody, the trade was I got Pickens and a 2024 20, second for Christian Watson. So I'm on the George Pickens side coming right. to me. And then later that evening, we've got preseason and pretty quickly Pickett and Pickens connect for TD. Um <laughs> It's hard to not get excited about that right after you make the trade. Because even when I'm, like, making this trade, I'm thinking, like, uh, like if I really want this, I have to do it before preseason games start tonight. Because both Packers – you know what I mean? Packers yeah. were playing well as well. Um, I'm thinking, like, maybe an injury happens. Maybe something good happens. Like, things start to happen. Sure. And so, I'm like, oh, I, I do have to pull the trigger on this in case something happens good or bad, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And then that happened, and I'm like, hell yeah. But it, and then like, but really, it's just kind of like, oh, is it really a hell yeah moment, you know? <laughs> but it makes you feel that way. Yeah. I could have seen that trade being revoked during the game because of that play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it it's not, to me, just uh, the play, but sometimes, like, seeing Pickett and Pickens kind of have that hell yeah moment afterwards – does that make any sense at all? Of course it does. Yeah. And and you're just like, oh, I man, agree. these guys yep. want it and they want to have fun doing it. Yep. And sorry, Deontay Johnson. <laughs> I, I, I love the acquisition. Um, I get both sides, which is why, you know, you're like, I, I can't go hell yeah. But at the same time. I do like my side. Like, I yeah. kind of like what I did here. Um, I just think Pickett is going under the radar um, for sure. If you look at redraft, you look at dynasty, you look at any value you want to put on Pickett, it's very low. Mm-hmm. And um, and I acquired two more shares of Pickett this offseason. I did the same thing with Justin Fields um, last year. And um, I think this is a guy that I've I, I, I put some chips on. I, I think Kenny Pickett's going to come out and his value is going to increase. And if you like Kenny Pickett to do that and you already like George Pickens, I don't know how you don't already like George Pickens. Um, you know, there's a moment in time where his value is going to go up now, too. So, yeah. like, you took the opportunity to say, I think this is going to happen. And I think that chemistry moment you saw on the field was they think it's going to happen a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Look at them. They, they have fun doing this. Like, yeah. At, that confirms to me that these two love that connection. And, and I think what I'm going to find out is, is bare minimum that, that Pickens is going to get me some, some TDs, which we know how touchdowns can massively increase your value. So I think my point in all this, I know we got to get some more players, um, is, and I, I know you, you don't always love this about me and like we play the game a little differently, but yes. is to go and like do these things. Like don't, 
wait for your guy. This isn't necessarily about my trade, but don't wait for your guy to go do things. Just wait for you to believe in it and then go get him and see what happens. It's just for fun anyway. And, but I mean, anything like you're waiting to see positive things out of players you want, other people see those too and things change instantly. So just, just, just do it for fun and buy and sell and, but try to like look at some of these schedules too. And when you think things could happen and get them done before that. And don't buy into somebody at such a high price that it's going to, screw your team up for a year uh, but go get your guys yeah and things things intensify as the season's getting closer and closer and closer so like every little tiny thing moves the needle more than it should and then it just makes like you know maybe you were thinking after that that touchdown catch like i bet that deal probably doesn't get done now if i had waited yeah i bet yeah. that doesn't happen yeah because i got a second yeah on top of it yeah. you know I bet it doesn't happen that's, that's probably where christian watson was drafted yep yep so absolutely and he's two years older, but yeah, let's get off that trade. <laughs> Where do you want to so, go next? Running oh, back or wide receiver news? I, I, we might as well stick with the wide receivers. Yeah. Since I was kind of ranting about some wide receivers. Yeah. I think the, the JSN news that comes up week after week as well um, doesn't surprise most because we, we, we had most had JSN as the, the number one guy coming out. I'm just even more ultrally convinced that he's a very good football player. Like that's the one thing I do have as far as like how he's going to do in year one out the gate. We'll save that for out the gate or wait. But yeah. um, as far as I'm concerned uh, as, as, as someone who might've drafted JSN and I don't have enough of them, that's for sure. Um, I would just be very, very happy with the camp news that I'm hearing about him. It looks like he is locked in as a, as advertised player. Yeah. Yeah. So he's exciting. Jonathan Mingo. Little Mingo. You got some Mingo news? I mean, well, he's he's going to be a starter. Yeah, sounds he like. absolutely will. He's building chemistry with Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. I think if you believe in Bryce Young, that Mingo's probably the guy you want. E even yeah. if it's like wide receiver three this year. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be great for Mingo if he's a wide receiver three this year. Mm -hmm. Another guy... Um, Maybe who bumped up in the depth charts a tiny bit that I liked coming in. Um, and I say a tiny bit because I still like the two wide receivers in front of him. Marvin Mims. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, he's minus uh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick going out, uh, mm -hmm. tearing his Achilles, going to miss an entire season. I kind season. of was never worried about Tim Patrick. Is that it's funny? I, I kind of was. Wrong? I kind of was. Okay. No, it, no, it's not wrong. <laughs> I, I, I think I – think he hasn't played football in over a year, so I don't think yeah. that's wrong. Not not at all. Um, but I actually I actually do respect Tim Patrick, the the pass catcher, and the experience that he has. Um, I've seen him outplay Sutton, so like for me, it was more of a well, Marvin Mims can't even see the field if Tim Patrick is healthy. Mm. So that's what I was worried about. Now it's like, well, hold on a minute. Like he's gonna get he's gonna get he's gonna get some reps now. So if Marvin Mims is good, we'll get to see it. Yeah. I could see that a little bit. For me, and the you brought up a really good point with Sutton too, though, that it's tough to – because you look at all these prospects and you're just going to be like, well, but Mims is the prospect. But like you said, Patrick has played better than prospects in Sutton. And yeah. so you never know. Yeah. But he's, just, he's one of those um, – like no one's going to no one's gonna pound the table for Tim Patrick from a fantasy standpoint. No one's going to be like, oh, my God, Tim Patrick's so good. He's going to beat out Sutton and Judy. He's going to be the number – no one's going to do that. He's like he's like um, he's a good football player, consistent. He's just not great, and I thought that that was enough to push a rookie out of my viewing. And now I feel like, oh wait, now I, well, I will get to see Marvin Mims. What about somebody like Michael Wilson, uh, a little cheaper, who's kind of starting to show up in some news and notes? Yeah, Mike Mike Wilson's mm -hmm. a favorite last pick for me. I probably. Own. We talked about him a lot during yeah, our rookie draft. We haven't talked too much, about him Michael much. Michael Wilson. But why the hell not? You know, you look at that wide receiver room and you just look at it and you go, there's, there's this opportunity here. And <clears throat> Mike, his problem has always been, you know, staying on the field in college. So we haven't heard any camp news about him hurt, right? I've heard a lot of camp news about other rookies being hurt. He seems to be healthy. Um, that's all I want for him. I want him to be healthy. I want him to get the opportunity. I want to see what I drafted because I'm not expecting him to help my fantasy roster this year, but I want to get excited so badly because I feel like the Cardinal situation could change next year and the wide receiver 
that we start enjoying on that team outside of Brown could be could be your guy. Yeah, yeah, and he's relatively cheap at this point, if not free. You can go out and, I mean, but again, so do it cheap. now because he's starting to get a little bit of buzz. So, if these names are names you're hearing for the first time, like, go check them out a little bit. I know some people are just coming back from the Dynasty offseason. Um, is there a Dynasty offseason? <laughs> well, we call it an offseason, but it feels more like uh, in-season because the offseason feels like it's about to come up, right? Does it not yeah. feel like like we're almost done Dynasty? It's almost your last... Yeah. <laughs> chance to take care of some of these savvy moves before we start to know things. 100%. 100%. And then we'll have like buy lows and sell highs because of bad weeks and good weeks. But um, I got another Xavier. I had some I got Go another ahead. Xavier Hutchinson for. Yeah, I like peanuts. that too. I got, I got him for peanuts. Like somebody brought it to me and said, um, can I have your 25th fourth? 2025 fourth, just yeah. for the heck of it. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's like, nothing. Sure. That's absolutely sure. nothing. A two years away fourth. So yeah. I had to do it. I know what it was. It's, it's, he's looking ahead to roster cuts. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that's all that is. And, and I was, I, he probably offered it to half the league. So I was happy to, to, to grab him because again, I know sometimes those, those offers too, like when they're out there and you're kind of like, why would I, I don't yeah, yeah. really care, but why? Well, <laughs> if he's offering this to me, like I'm not special, like he's offering this to everybody. Like exactly. I got to just, accept this really quick yep <laughs> don't think too much that's exactly what i did dude it was almost like you were there yeah <laughs> the whole process is what happened because those deals are just weird you look at them and you're just like you know <laughs> he's like this guy is trying to trade away his garbage for my garbage and like yeah do, do i think his garbage is actual garbage like how much does it smell does it smell really really bad or does it smell kind of bad and you're like i might not even be alive in 2025 <laughs> I, I assumed I was going to be alive, but I mean, um, <laughs> I hope you are. <laughs> what do you think about ESPN's Jameson Hensley, who says Flowers, meaning Zay Flowers, and Odell Beckham have solidified themselves as the two top wide receivers in Baltimore? Um, I mean, Flowers is kind of starting to surprise me, some of the news I hear there. Yeah. With him even starting to sound like he's favored over Odell and right. like they're starting to design plays a little right. bit for him in different yeah. ways. Um, it's intriguing. I, I think so. I want to take it with a grain of salt. Yes. Till everything 100%. gets started. 100%. Um, and then, so I think it's great. Whoever's the wide receiver one there is is obviously going to be who you want. Yep. Um, Good point. Nothing they can say there will change me from thinking a wide receiver in Baltimore is like a wide receiver two in fantasy, though. Yep. Like give yep. or take, like maybe even like what you might be a wide receiver 25 and be the best wide receiver on the team there, yep. which I know helps our fantasy teams, you know, but I don't want to get to that point where I'm paying for – wide receiver potential wide receiver one potential in right. an offense I don't think I can get it from. Yep. Um right now today I like Zay Flowers price range to be completely honest with you. But I, I don't wanna pay for his ceiling games, if that makes any sense. And I think that that's what that offense does until I see differently. I don't care what they say that offense is going to do until I see it ran differently with Lamar at quarterback. Yep. And I know he's going to be a quarterback, but I want to see it ran differently with him at quarterback. Exactly. Yep. Two things on that. One, Lamar in a new system, we can't, and we've said, I've said this before, you can't fast forward to him having, like, being able to run it great in year one. And I brought up Rodgers as an example. When Rodgers switched mm -hmm. systems, that year one was his, his biggest year dip. So, <clears throat> that there's that first. and Rodgers is really good like a, yeah. he's a passer a yes, pure passer exactly like like I'm I'm literally comparing an apple and an orange but in the yeah. same situation right mm -hmm. so like I can't imagine Lamar Jackson comes out and just like you know wow new system where I throw all the time I'm going to I'm going to excel at this because because I understand it that well I I, right. I don't even know if the physical talents are there the accuracy and and whatnot. Right. so long story short that was one two is maybe Jamison Hensley is saying this because Rashad Bateman's been out for a couple of weeks. You know, um, he's back now. So is is this uh, ana uh, analysis going to be true in three weeks when Bateman's back on the field? You know, to, to your point, you don't really 
want to mess with too many wide receivers on this team because you only really want one and you don't want that one dangerously bad because he's not a wide receiver one. And eventually, um, for example, Rashad Bateman re-injures himself. Zay Flowers' value goes skyrocket. Or Odell. O- I yeah, mean, Odell's Odell, like, which, yeah, on one leg already. Could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, skyrockets again, right? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where um, it's it's a wait and see for me. I get it, but uh, I have to I have to acknowledge that it looks like Zay Flowers is a football player. Um, I don't know if we, um, and this is, I feel like kind of everybody, and I know we know about this guy, but I don't feel like we mentioned Mark Andrews a bunch. Like when you, if you're talking yeah. about the Chiefs, sure. you're like, yeah, Kelsey, but Kelsey's yeah. the number one. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of a similar situation at, to that where it's kind of like, yeah, but Mark Andrews is probably still the number one. Yeah. And the big difference is one might be the best passer of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One can throw it more accurately behind his back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Like, pretty freaking sick. Like, that guy, like, I, I seriously, when I watch Patrick Mahomes, I sometimes go, did that guy make a deal with the devil or something? You know what I mean? Like, he, he's got, like, some insane gifts. Just this stuff where it seems so insanely effortless that it just makes everyone else hard work seem like hard work where his is just bestowed upon him. And it's not yeah. anybody watching quarterback. Check that out. I like Mahomes is on Netflix, the show quarterback. Um, I have, uh, I watched it. And if you like Patrick Mahomes, or even if you don't like him, you're going to love him by the end of that, uh, that season, because He's a baller. This, He's a baller, dude. That guy's so This good. is coming from somebody that doesn't even enjoy the secret invasion on Disney. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I haven't started the quarterback. I don't know why I've been apprehensive to start it, but I'll have to I'll have to start it tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of um a lot of people in the industry, uh, and when I say the industry, I'm not even talking about Twitter. I'm talking about like ESPN guys and NFL analysts and stuff of like that. This uh rave reviews and um luckily i watched it before the rave reviews because i don't think i don't think it deserves rave reviews but it's a great like the thing that i was unexpected sorry i'll i'll get off the subject quickly the thing that really was unexpected to me was how much on field footage and audio behind the scenes stuff you would get that Mm. that stuff is really cool when they're at home with their families and stuff like that that's nice you know but it gets old like over uh, an episode or two, like I don't need to see the wife again. I don't need to see them studying plays together. But when they're on the field and you're seeing Patrick McCombs, Patrick McCombs come off the field with that high ankle sprain and how desperately he was trying to get back onto the field. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like watching a movie, dude. Like it's really cool. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. I'll have to check it out. Those moments alone are worth it. I, I will, uh, I'll dig into it a little bit. So Rasheed Rice, it sounds like there's a good chance our a rookie rewind could <laughs> cheese and rice. It, it, it's, it's could be Sky Moore, yeah, over so. Rasheed Rice. I hope so. Which actually be kind of fun, as much as like we've kind of yeah. watched this situation, and I've crept on Sky Moore a bit too. But then I'm yeah. still wondering exactly what's going to happen with this situation. Like I, I don't know how quickly we see. Just, uh, I don't even want to see t- say Tyreek, but uh, I don't even know if we see a Juju like performance out of these go. wide receivers this you year. Pulled it, you pulled it back just where you needed to. Because when you said Tyreek Hill, I don't think anyone thinks we're going to see that. Um, but when you pulled it back to Juju, I think you're right. Juju had a pretty silently yes. all right year. That's yeah. what I mean. I think if you pull it back to Juju, though, like I don't think either of these two guys quite get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to put my chips in, I am going to, I am going to probably do that with, at this point, I'm going to do that with Sky Moore. Um, but I do like the Camp Newsom here from Rashi Rice, though. I really do. It just looks like. So is this a good time to sell Sky? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're asking the wrong person because you, you got you got a guy that has too many shares. That's like really like you buying like the into right this. person. Yeah, I am the right. I'm the wrong and the right all at the same time. Like I told you, like my vice is uh, is wanting to be right. Like I, I just, I don't think everybody has that. <laughs> everybody has that vice. Don't get me wrong, but I think I have a special, a special itch for it. And um, Sky Moore was, uh, he's, 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 he's decently owned across my leagues now. To and I often do this to use your advice. Maybe what I should do is just diversify those. Then, if I had one or two shares of Sky Moore and, and my attitude, you hold on to them and you want to be right. 
But if I have four or five shares, yeah, four or five shares, maybe I do see what's going on. It's not like you're just going to trade him away for Michael Wilson or something. You know, you could probably do pretty well if you paired him with somebody else. And maybe it's a team where you're really deep at wide receiver Mm -hmm. and you add him to another wide receiver and then you go get somebody better or more of a sure shot. Yeah. I don't mind some Skymore, though. I've got a couple shares of Skymore. Nice. You know I get excited when you start liking players that you previously uh, didn't like. He's a weird player. Cause he's it, a very it, weird Everything player. you said, like, I, um, he's the kind of player where, like, I'll go and start, try to, or start to try to trade to you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't know if I, maybe I don't want to hit send on this one. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I'll just hold off and wait and see what happens with Skymore. But then <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's a sloppy practice sometimes. I, you know what I think I'm going to do? Because um, it's a great place to go. I'm going to go to DynastyNerds.com. And I'm going to, I'm gonna. well, if I didn't have a promo code, I would use promo code Fever. But because I already am a member and have been, I'm going to check out the Trade Finder. Because I want to see like... But if- using that code and saving 15% is way cooler than just going... Yeah, but I, you in. can only do it once. You know, I can't keep doing yes, it. Yes, Yeah, so, so if you haven't used it, <clears throat> I probably would. You haven't you haven't heard us push as much because we, we know we're going to lose this promo code soon. So, use that. But the Trade Finder is great because I want to see what trades have actually happened with Sky Moore in them. To just kind of back up like what you think is out there, because mm-hmm. there's still a part of me that thinks that it's not going to be good enough. Mm. Like I, I don't, I, and well, maybe that's you going. There you, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And maybe that's on me. You know what I mean? Maybe that's maybe that's just because I just want to be right so bad. I'm going to want too much, but um, you know, I spent a first on them, so I'm going to want that back, and I don't think I can get it. There's not, I don't think I can get it at all. And if you go players, you're not going to trade Rashi Rice for Sky Moore, right? No, I'd probably keep the more side. Yeah. Is that straight up? Is that when you're seeing? I'm going yeah. in there now too. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, <clears throat> with the trade finder, if you if you put a certain parameters in, Skymore could be in a deal with ten players. So you do have to scroll through a few of the deals to find like something that's closer to straight up, so you can find value. But it's not hard because they have so much information there. Not really a whole lot, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> This is crazy, though. This is crazy to me. You guys, calm your asses down. Like this, this trade maybe doesn't fit the exact segment we're talking about here. But somebody (laughs) gave up Sky Moore a twenty-five first. I don't even care about twenty-five first, but Tony Pollard isn't worth one. Sky Moore a twenty-five first, twenty-three third, and Antonio Gibson for Tony Pollard. I don't even like Antonio Gibson, but you guys were all with me when he did more than Tony Pollard's ever done. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. That is amazing. That is a haul. Sky Moore for Juju. Give me Juju. Yeah, absolutely. This one's a little bit tougher. Sky Moore. 2023 second, 2023 third, and a 2024 fourth. So they're second, third, and fourth for Sky Moore. Uh-huh. This is a tough one. If Sky Moore has an 800 yard season, this is almost worth it in my opinion. Yeah. But if he falls apart at all, that 2023 second is the most diverse piece in this deal, and you can actually do things with as the season goes on. I think depending on where I think that team's going to finish, I, I make that deal. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like if that's a 205, 206, or anything newer, 201, 202, obviously, um, I think I'm doing that. As soon as it becomes like a 210, 211, 212, I start start saying that's just a third and a fourth on top. Like, I don't know. We should probably talk about some running backs because otherwise I'm going to run down this list and <laughs> criticize some <laughs> trades. Man, look at this one. Mike Evans and Odell Beckham Jr. for And they gave up Sky Moore and a 2024 third. I was going to say and. Why do you need and? That's already too much. Well, I, I'm on the Mike Evans side here. Yeah, give it to me again. Odell Beckham and Mike Evans. Oh, I didn't even hear you say Mike Evans on that side. Yeah, Odell Beckham and Mike <laughs> Evans, and they gave up Skymore, and they, they took on Skymore in a 23 yeah. third. Yeah, I didn't even hear Evans. Mike I Evans, Beckham, I mean. I heard Beckham in a third on the other side. Yeah, yeah, Mike Evans is like the piece you want in, in that whole deal. This one's crazy, too. Like, so we're all over the place on value here. So this is <laughs> this is a 23 first and Skymore. And they paid that first, is what I'm looking at here, for Romeo Dubs, 
and a twenty twenty three and two twenty twenty three seconds. Mm. So two random seconds. Romeo Dubs for Skymore and a first. This is on August eighth. See, this is how much fun you can have on the trade finder. I, I the pool swags away from the trade finder. We're, Come back I'm, to me. I'm Come done. back I'm to done. me. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Okay. What what um what has all this um hunt news to New Orleans now? Hunt's actually rumored to go uh, two or three different places, but did, uh, let's assume Hunt Cream Hunt goes to New Orleans. What does that do for you, Kendra Miller wise, or does that not move the needle either way? Um, and and we can throw in this suspension too because we know we know we only have three weeks suspension now. Yeah, Sorry. if he does go, yeah, I think. I think I'll feel like they're at least a little bit concerned about Kendry Miller's starting and like how healthy he is. Cause how he was I, on the pup list. He was it. taken off it right away, but I think that it, it'll concern me a little bit for the season. Yep. 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 And, and I was, um, I, I can make an argument that Kendry Miller's value was always baked in to not to be a year one guy, but I feel like that started to change a little bit with the, Suspension looming. I think Kendra Miller's value is going sneakily up. Um, yeah. Thinking that, oh, Kamara can miss six games. Now that he's missing three. Um, we have Jamal Williams there to vulture some touchdowns. Then we throw in Kareem Hunt. Like, I agree. Yeah. I felt the same way about Kareem Hunt. I felt like it's not the this year versus next year, although it is. That's why I brought it up. It's more the confidence in Kendra Miller thing. You know what I mean? Like, why would you get Kareem Hunt, especially now that multiple teams want him? Oh, my God. Now, if New Orleans gets him, I'm going to really feel not that great. It's going to be how they feel about Kendra Miller, period. You know what I mean? Because that should be enough depth. I mean, how is that not enough depth? Well, and I mean, how is it not enough depth? But how does NFL teams not start to go after players like Zeke yeah. and Hunt and I don't know why they Dalvin at this point. You know, they've driven the market down so far, yeah. and there's some talented running backs out there. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, Swags, is, is there's probably like a uh, there's like a point of no return where the, the value's so low that you're getting for your services that you're like, you know what, I'll wait till running backs get hurt, and then you'll pay me. That's the only thing that makes sense for me, is like those guys, that, you know, they, they've made their money. Fournette's, Fournette's not not a poor person, and and Zeke has got millions and millions of dollars. So I think what they, I think you know, if they're going to go through the rigors of the NFL and what it takes to put their body through, let's wait until they're the guy. And that that could be the other thing, right? They probably have egos too. Like they want to be the guy. They want mm-hmm. an opportunity. So if somebody gets hurt, it makes them the guy again. Like yeah. that, that could be a thing too. Yep. Tank Bigsby's getting a lot. Oh, I want to hear that first though. Okay, so the, the, I'm, it's just it's just not as sexy as probably our listeners wanted. But <laughs> how do we know that Tajay Spears is better than Hassan Haskins? We don't. We don't. In fact, you know, Tajay Spears and 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 um, what's going physically on with him, his long term value, yeah, yeah, um, mm-hmm. his size in general, opportunity this year, uh, you, 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 he really starts to smell of. A waste of space. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what does that smell like? It doesn't mean that you and I are right, it, but it does smell that way. Like we could be wrong. I, 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 there's a world where we could be wrong, but I, 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 he starts to smell like one of those guys that we will forget about in two years. I think I'd rather have the forgotten about Haskins at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's probably. I think he's probably the guy to one. have if Henry yeah. is traded or goes down, at least immediately. Yep. I agree. And and Spears has injury concerns. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if he has all of his legs. <laughs> he may or may not. He definitely <laughs> has his legs. I think we, I think we're worried about um, what was it like? He doesn't have an ACL or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But you want that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that's super scary. Especially dude. when you won't even confirm the you know. Yeah, that's so, pretty scary. I think we're getting a little excited about Spears. Yeah, it's possible. I like I like the Haskins pivot just because, you know, everything we just said, but also because I was actually like just going to do a quick in the background while we're talking about these other players, you know, is he available in half my leagues? Because he might be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Hassan Haskins might be one of those guys that you could pick yeah. up like right now because I think I could be wrong, but I, I, I think he's completely forgotten. So or a good- throwing on a trade. So, but listen to this mm-hmm. trade. Still in Dynasty Nerds. Yep, yep. Sky Moore and Tajay Spears pulled in Marquise Brown, a 2024 fourth 
and Nico Collins. Wow. Nico on his own could potentially outscore Sky. We could. just told you how we felt about Tajay. Yep. But then you get a free Marquise Brown. Yeah, it's the Marquise Brown right there for me. For free. Yeah, I want, I want, I want Brown. And then Nico's my gravy. I like, I get, I get Brown and then I get, so I get a wide receiver too. And then you're throwing me upside in, yeah. a, in a strong body Nico Collins with a good camp, by the way. Wasn't brought up because, because he's I, not I a rookie anymore, but. Hollywood's my target now for what my, trying to move my Sky Moore shares. I want to try this one. Yeah. I don't have Tajay Spears, but yeah, that, that, I think this is what I'm going to do for Nero. Something, see what I can do with something like this. See, this is this is what the trade finder does. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven leagues uh, over here on MFL. He's only available on one, and I own him in two others. <laughs> Hassan Haskins, that is. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I own Hassan I'll Haskins check that in out. two leagues, and uh, he is available in one. Uh, of of my and and I would argue that that league I know I have some dead weight so I'd have to see like who I would cut for him but I bet I'm gonna have Son Haskins on three rosters thanks to Swagzilla Zero G. Um, what about what about Deuce Vaughn? I'm not in. Um, I I get it. Uh, Deuce Vaughn seems like a special teamer to me. Um, so does Tony Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought, I always thought Zeke was coming back, or I always thought Pollard was going to be a complimentary back. Um, I also had a misconception that Pollard was small. He's not. Um, he's just, I guess my 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 brain tells me he's a backup and it's and weird, huh? and, and a yeah. good backup. Yeah. So so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be wrong because I don't I don't draft Pollard. I don't own Pollard. I I could tell you right mm-hmm. now without looking it up. I do not own a single share of Donnie Pollard. I don't. Um, and the reason I don't is that I just never kind of really believed he would ever be the guy. So that what's happening right now where he apparently might be the guy this season, um, that flabbergasts me. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. Uh, I think he's like crazy efficient and he's crazy efficient on small carries. We've seen that from backs all the time. I think as soon as you give those backs, I don't I'm sorry. I said small backs, small workload. So like no, not, not saying, a complete though. workload. I mm-hmm. called him a small back. I didn't mean to, but, um, that's exactly what I mean is you can't have that and both. So, And, and some of his most efficient games came when Zeke was still the number one yep. and or a big part of that offense. 100%. And, and that's my thing with Deuce is I think that – I think that that team will want to have two running backs, like a lot of NFL teams. But I think that that's where Deuce Vaughn comes into play, is that everybody's kind of thinking that Pollard takes over a Zeke-type workload when it was always kind of split between those two. Right. And and Pollard's not Zeke, so he he can't have a workload like we imagined Zeke. I, I don't know. That's where it comes yeah. into play for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of still – And Price. Yeah, I'm still riding last year's rookie Malik Davis a little bit on that, which I yeah. think is why I'm out on Deuce Vaughn because I but think did Malik he, what was, did he do to not nothing, be challenged? Nothing. He had one start, I think, and yeah. he looked and he looked okay. Um, I do. I think the things that 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 I would lean towards is obviously he's a more complete back. He's bigger, um, so I think he has more of a one for one. I think he has a chance a chance at goal line where I don't see Deuce does. Um, I, I like him because he was, uh, league mates with, uh, our boy Damian Pierce, uh, over there <laughs> on that team. Uh, and he and Damian Pierce had very equal stats in college. Um, and, and I think it's because one year in the system type thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so a rookie, I just has a lot to learn coming in, but I think what you might see out of Deuce Vaughn though, is one or two like wow plays where I don't think you'll see that from Lake Davis. So like, you know, we just got done saying that a freaking preseason yeah. touchdown can change value. You think that, you yeah. know, a Deuce Vaughn can increase his value with one of those in the preseason. So yeah, that's trust certainly me, possible. if that happens, like I'll I'll be trading some deuce. Yeah, that's certainly um, possible. But I've got a decent like little amount just from like him being later mm-hmm. surprisingly available in some leagues. Yep. And I have no deuce fawn for the reasons I said. And uh and I don't fault anybody for taking those shots because it's a running back, it's late and he's fast. Something a little sexier for him before we get out of here. I know you've got a lot too, but John Robinson. 
Yeah, man. More than just a running back. They're going to use him all over the place. Yeah, it seems like they, they just know how great of a pass catcher he is, and they still like Tyler a bit. So, I think they just want to, they just want to, like, run the shit out of the ball and it be not, never take Bijan off the field, you know? So, you might yeah. see both of them back there. Like, they, have, they definitely have a luxury. And the other thing I was realizing is that division, I was realizing, I think everybody knows, but thing that i was wondering is is like is atlanta like a playoff team like i started going because i look at that division and the only one that i even think remotely has a chance is is uh, new orleans and i'm like if, if atlanta is like because like we don't think about this in fantasy football like teams win <laughs> they, their fantasy assets go up i'm sorry wins do equal fantasy value we don't talk yeah. about it enough it just absolutely does and I'm like, if they win their division and they make it into the playoffs and Bijan's there and Drake London and Kyle Pitts, I mean, a lot of these very, very favorite assets of ours, um, even maybe Ritter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds crazy, but I was going to ask you, and then I wasn't going to because I think it does sound kind of crazy, but Ritter or Pickett? Oh, Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Kenny Pickett. Not real easy. Well, you said it. Yeah, I know you said it's no, so easy. No, so, 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 so super easy. Yeah, I'm going to watch those points throughout the year. I'm with you on picking, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm not debating that point, but I could see them. I, yep. I guess what I'm just more saying, I think we're a little low on Ritter. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I'm myself, more, I have zero Ritter. I have not really gone out of my way to try to acquire him. So I'm more worried about Ritter struggling and Heineke coming in than I am of Pickett ever being replaced all season. Hmm. So that, that, that alone makes it easy for me. And then if you go on to like me believing Kenny Pickett's going to take this second year jump that doesn't seem like anybody wants to say is possible for him because they bring up all of his inaccuracies last year. Um, I, I just think he's got it. He's got like that it quality. And we said, we mentioned that last year and I know he threw picks last year and all that, but that's what young quarterbacks do. You know what I mean? We seem to be totally fine with it when they're, you know, supposed to be good. They're like, oh, that's what they do. They throw it. But, but Kenny Pickett seems to get, because he wasn't, you know, a top overall pick. He was the first round, but barely that he just gets kind of shit on. I think, I think he's going to have a nice little surprise jump. I think that helps Pickens, like we were saying, the head of the show. And uh, yeah, I think he's got a better road to success um, than, than Ritter does this year. Any more running backs you want to hit on before we got out of here? I think just real quick with Tank Bigsby, um, I just feel like uh, it looks like Doug really wants to use Tank not only in the running game, but also in the passing game. Mm -hmm. And for people who own ETN, you do not want to hear that. The ETN value and the value you want to see going up is Tank never catching the ball. You want ETN catching the shit out of the ball. Maybe Tank Bigsby running it a little bit more. Um, hearing this kind of news from the head coach, is it coach speak? Maybe, but he said this specific line, I would even say he's a better pass catcher than runner. Like, whoa. I mean, I knew Tank could catch the <laughs> ball, but that, that feels a little over the top. And I don't know if I know Doug Pearson well enough to know whether he's just like pumping his player up or he feels this way. Again, coach speak possibly, but Tank has been coming out of a lot of people's mouths not mm -hmm. just doug peterson so I, I feel like it's it's good to bring him up i think he's clearly the number two back in uh yeah. in, on the jaguar suits which is an ascending offense yeah i like it and travis Etienne has some injuries yes he has see how yeah uh, I, yeah i like adding some tank yeah not tank dell nah you mean nathaniel <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a little tank Nathaniel is so much better. Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> I am at Swagzilla0G. He is at TV. This is at Rookie Fever on Twitter. X? X Twitter? It's X Twitter. Yep. It's X Twitter. X Twitter. <laughs> used to be. Yeah. Used to be Twitter, like your ex-wife. And that was some camp stuff. We'll be back with some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some preseason stuff. Gotta watch stuff. us some preseason stuff. <laughs> we are out. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime.
that is something you all know. Fever isn't such a new thing. Fever started long ago now. Who got the one on one? Scouting has never done this to be going right. I told you anyone. Science be just unreal. Landing spot not ideal. Wait, what's this breakout? It's for rookie fever stage. Romeo loved Juliet. Juliet, she felt the same. When he pulled his arms around her, he said, Julie, baby, you're my friend. Now we get a fever. When we kiss it, fever without blaming you. Fever, I'm a fire. Fever, yeah, I burn for soon. Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and he got the fever, no cure for the fever, so let's beat the fever, thank God for the fever, thank God for the fever. Fever, this is a world of the way you burn. Fever, now you got the 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 fever, now you got the